Today's date is Friday, October 21st, and you're listening to Entertain This, a thought-provoking podcast encapsulating all things entertainment. (laughs) Today we continue the spooky season with the first ever Entertain This Top 10 list. Buckle up, ghouls and ghosts, and take a seat in your creakiest chairs, and get ready for Pat's Top 10 Scary Movies. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a very dark and creepy house with a lot of cobwebs. You can't see it because this is a podcast, but I promise it's there. Inside the house, the door creaks open. Michael, Michael, do the creak. Michael, do the creak. There it is. And what what is what happens to be inside? There's a number of different furnitures covered in assorted uh, cloths and and uh, they're, they're covered in dust and and you hear a, you hear a stray cat let out of a, a yowl that would ring the dead a pat to the <coughs> you look around and think to yourself well where am i what could this be well this is entertain this it's entertain this <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the show. Of course, I'm Alex. Hi. I'm Michael. I'm Von Enoch. <laughs> I'm joking. This is uh, Pat. Did you guys get it? Did you guys get that that was Pat? <laughs> Sorry. He did ask us to yeah. do scary names, and then I instead just went all in on the scary intro and forgot about the name part. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Okay, it works. Cool. So, I, I don't uh, think I was because... here for that part, so I completely missed it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we're getting so close. We are all We're getting good. so close to Halloween. It's almost here. It's almost it's here. Almost happening. And it's such a such a plethora for different forms of entertainment. So it's honestly is like a it's it's a very easy buy in for us to just do a month of Halloween episodes. And that's what we're continuing to do today. Today After Michael's yes. scary, scary episode and, and my frighteningly uh on brand episode, we're now on to Pat. Patrick, it's it's your Halloween episode. Do you have a First do you have a related topic, is... or are you about to tell me we're going to talk about the Smurfs? No. So today we're going to talk about another cartoon franchise. You know? <laughs> yeah, the Smurfs. No. Um, <laughs> no, man. We're going to talk about another Cartoon Network thing. Of yeah, course. Yeah. No. We got We still got to um, cover Samurai Jack. We got to cover Billy and Mandy. Yeah. Got to. Got to cover <laughs> Megas XLR. We got all of them down the pipeline one day. Yeah, and everyone should know that yeah, Nick Mustakangas will return as soon as we've covered every single show <laughs> on Cartoon Network. <laughs> but, no. Today, I do have some very scary movies for us. I do have a top 10 scary movies, um, basically by my, like, my own opinion kind of thing. Um, so, the way this is going to work... Um, so let me kind of do an intro first, and then we'll kind of go from there. But today we're going to talk about the most frightening and spooktacular movies uh, to ever come out to theaters. Uh, I'm sure with my co-hosts, and uh, you guys are going to have their own opinions on what are the top 10 scary movies. So uh, let me explain what we're going to do in the way of um, kind of how we're going to rate things. And then uh, from there, if you guys would like to make your own uh, one to 10 list of the top 10 scary movies, uh, you could submit them and I'll definitely do 
my or my uh, equip this on your guys's uh, list. That being said, so we're gonna go and spend six minutes uh, per movie. Um, this might be a little less, a little more, uh, based on how much we're actually gonna talk about it and how much uh, information we have on it. Um, I'm gonna have one of my wonderful spooktacular co-hosts uh, pull up a timer and stop us at six minutes. That way we have a hard stop. Michael pulling it up, awesome for our visual audience. Um, so uh, what we're gonna do is there are gonna be a couple things. We're gonna talk about the background of it, kind of why it's uh, one of my favorites or on the top 10. Um, after that, we're gonna bring up the IMDB rating, kind of talk about that. And then we're gonna do an entertain this rating where we all pick a score on one to 10 Clios. Uh, and then we're gonna do the average and then make a new list from it. A QQ, Pat, if I may. Um, what if what if we haven't seen the movie? So what if we haven't seen the movie? One then Cleo, if we haven't seen it, just a one Cleo, just a one Cleo, because it wasn't uh, it wasn't enough to, to get, get me your, in uh, the seat, to get me in the theater. Okay, exactly. Okay. Yep. So, with that being said, uh, ghouls and goblins, go ahead and take a seat, put on your surround sound headphones. And we're going to start the first movie. Go ahead and start your topic. Bam. So number 10 is Signs. It's a 2002 movie. So this was a toss-up between 10 Cloverfield Lane and Signs. Okay, gotcha. As the number 10 spot. Um, I would would say that I appreciate 10 Cloverfield Lane more as a movie, as... um, the scenes with John Goodman and things like that, it's, it's really, really done well. Um, you're in a closed-in space. Um, there's a lot of cool, like, little thrilling moments. However, I about pooped my little pants when I watched this movie as a kid, so th- there's a reason it's firmly on my 10 uh, spot. So um, I was six years old when this movie came out, and my older brother <laughs> decided that it would be funny while we watched this movie to scare me about the aliens that were they were going to come and get me. Mm. Um, so I could not sleep for weeks because um, my brother was like, the aliens are going to come get you in your sleep. Yeah. So, so, so science is the movie about the, uh, the family that's on the farm and they see like, the, like there's something leaving signs in the cornfields, right? Yeah. They're leaving crop, uh, crop, whatever they're called. Um, crop. crop am I thinking forgetting the word? Crop signs, yeah. Aren't they just called so, crop circles? Crop circles, yeah, that's the word. Yeah, I couldn't remember what it is. Um, by the way, this movie has Mel Gibson in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it uh, revolves around him, but just a little like, um, just a little tidbit, tidbit of the movie. Um, it's a, a former uh, widowed um, person and his kids are leaving in a town or they're living in a small farm in Pennsylvania. Mysterious crop circles are in their field. Um, and there's basically, uh, aliens afoot. So, um, this basically takes place inside the farmhouse. They really don't leave it, like leave the farmhouse the whole time. Um, it's more like the anticipation that the, the alien's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, it ultimately ends up, spoiler alert, um, the aliens cannot, like their weakness is water or something like that and the guy's uh wife used to leave water all around and they're still out for some reason and not gone <laughs> in the house so everyone, everyone um, loves a good contrived solution to scary movies 
Uh, I didn't say it was the best, but I'm saying like at, when I was younger, there was a yeah. reason uh, why I was scared for this movie. There's a good scary um, factor. Yes, it does. It has a good plot. It could have been done better. That's why it's number 10. I still think that if I hadn't have watched this movie when I was so young and got scared so much about it, it would probably be beat out by 10 Cloverfield. All right. That I being said. May I? Oh, I'll, okay. You uh, do your let thing. Let me do the IMD you do your rating. Thing. And the, you do your thing, then I'll yeah. say some stuff. Mostly about okay, Mel so Gibson. So the IMD. Yeah, fair enough. The IMDb rating for this movie is a 6.8 out of 10. So Ooh, that's pretty, that that's pretty low. Yeah. Um, you'd be surprised the amount of scary movies that actually have that. Uh, that being said, I'm going to pass it off to Alex. I want to talk about Mel Gibson. Can I talk about Mel Gibson? Because I sure would like to. Do it. Uh, Mel Gibson, as some of you may or may not know, he is an evangelical Christian. To some point, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he you know he made the Jesus movies and so on and so forth, and there's nothing wrong with that. But here's my question to you, and why I brought this up at all is because I want to know: Do you think that Mel Gibson signed on to signs because he knew that he would get to play a priest who, by the end of the movie, decides that God basically saved them by leaving the water all over the place and his son not being able to breathe in, or do you think that? he actually read through and was like, oh, this is about aliens, but I'm playing a man of God, so this will be fine. Or do you think that there was no thought in his heads about God when he signed on to play this part in Signs? It definitely was a he thought about it kind of thing. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I couldn't imagine. And I didn't even I just, know that underlying. Like, I'm, I'm curious <laughs> cool as to if he signed yeah. on knowing that he would be playing a man of God, if he signed on because he thought this was a movie about God, or if he signed on completely absent of the thought of God, because I personally think it's he thought that he was making a movie in 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 lieu of God's power, and well, also he was Catholic. Context, sorry. Yeah the the context of it is that like the, this is him coming off the back of the the Passion of the Christ fame as well. So like that was like what he was really known for, that and Braveheart. Uh, the timer got messed up there. Ah, right? oh, damn it. That's okay. Shit. <laughs> All right, we're at five minutes. We're at five minutes. Five All minutes. Right, so, so we, we got to wrap this Clio up. Ratings. How to Clio. All right, so I give this a uh, five. Yeah, that's that's a little high. I'm going to give this a four out of ten Clios. Um, I'm just excited about the Clio rating system, so five out of five Clios from me. <laughs> so loophole already to start on the first one. I've never seen signs. What I have seen, though, is Scary Movie 3, which ah, Scary Movie 3 enough. is a parody of Signs. Yes. I'm going to, so in in that case, because I do enjoy Scary Movie 3, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10 Cleos. <laughs> Michael gives Scary Movie 3 a 6 out of 10, <laughs> or 6 out of 5 Cleos. 6 out of 5. I thought, are we doing it out of 10? Yeah, yeah, we got to have 10. something to combat the IMDb system. Yeah. Okay. okay. Okay, six out of 10 Cleos for Scary Movie 3. And I think that's where we'll leave this one. And you did five. Okay, cool. And I'll do the math at the end so we can kind of go from there. Uh, so the next one. So as above, so below. Have any of you watched it before? Never even heard of it. Okay. So, not starting off good. Um, <laughs> it is a very interesting movie, so I would suggest it, you guys to actually watch it. 
Uh, so basically, it takes place uh, in the catacombs of Paris. Um, they let me just read the actual like thing here. Uh, do, 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 do. So um, when a team exploring the the catacombs, um, they basically find some dark secrets within uh, under the city. So the movie starts out and they are in some Middle Eastern country. They find this tomb, um, which basically leads them to go to the catacombs of um, the catacombs of Paris. But they're looking for the gates to hell, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Dante's Inferno kind of thing. Um, so the whole movie, it takes place of them like going in these caverns and it's like tight areas and pop-ups and there's like all sorts of weird stuff um at the end of the day this movie kind of made me like look over my shoulder for the next couple days kind of thing and ponder life just because of like the weirdness the cinematography and like the pop-ups that did happen so the jump scares the jump scares yeah um for context patrick Mm -hmm. are you a jump scare guy like do you like movies that jump scare you I like jump scare movies, but I also like them to have like more in the way of cinematography. Um, gotcha. If I may so. for a moment about As Above, So Below, because I have seen it. Okay. It's got very good character story, character development, because the thing about it, it's it's along the lines of like a, a sort of classic scary movie where it's like sort of metaphysical in the way that they take what is like these characters are holding on to what they're guilty about, what they feel bad about, what they're personally afraid of. And somehow the catacombs gets a hold of that. And it's done in this like found footage um, sort of Blair Witch Project kind of way. I actually really enjoyed Uh it and thought it was a better execution of that method of filmography. Um, (laughs) You're not going to like the rest of the list. That's fine. (laughs) Go ahead. All right. So what time are we at? We got three minutes. Two minutes, 30 Um, seconds. Okay, so we can cut this one short. Um, there isn't really any notable actors in this. Um, the IMDb rating, we'll go ahead and put that one up, uh, is uh, 6.2 out of 10. Oof, with a solid 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so <laughs> it is a very good movie. I think it's severely underrated. It's just not what you consider like typical like scary movie. Yeah, it's mo- more so. of a thriller than a... Yeah, it is definitely good. But, I mean, you would consider it, like, a scary movie, definitely, just because, like, there is parts... I mean, there's, like, a demon that literally walks through. Psychological (laughs) horror slash thriller. Horror slash thriller. Gotta be real careful about that last R. I told you, man, I'll get you every time, especially (laughs) when talking about movies. You don't want people to think you're talking about the wrong kind of movie. (laughs) All right, so we're going to start off with Michael. What are you giving us, well, Cleo's? Since we've never, since I've never seen this one, gotta go with a, a good old one Cleo out of ten. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm gonna shock the world by giving it five out of ten Cleos. Wow. Well. All right. Um, I'm gonna give this one a higher rating than I did Signs. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten Cleos. Wow. I, I thoroughly enjoy this movie. It was good. And it wasn't just like pop-ups for pop-ups. It was, hey, this like feeds the story. And they do develop the characters very well. Gotcha. So. All right. Next one. All right. You ready? Yep. 
All right. So have you guys ever heard of Insidious? I have heard of this one. All right. Cool. We're we're good. <laughs> Apparently, Michael doesn't watch very very many scary. No, movies. I don't like to be scared. <laughs> this is an instant one <laughs> out of ten Cleos for me, admittedly. Really? All right, we'll I haven't seen it, man. Oh, I haven't seen it either. I know it. So for me, this is one of those movies where it came out when I was in high school, and I remember coming into college. Like one of my roommates at the time, like was in love with insidious and when insidious chapter two came out it was all that he talked about for like a month so i do have some insight into what this movie is all about <laughs> okay so this one's more of a classic pop-up movie um didn't it end up being a it's series not... of movies or am i mistaken yeah. yes okay. it, it, it is a franchise there is more mo- yeah and they're god awful uh <laughs> the first one the first one was the best and that's being like for a scary movie, it was good. Was it? And that's why was it's Insidious higher the, the one with like the freaky red mask? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Let me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It yeah. Is. Yeah, it's the one with the, like the nun thing too, which mm. they ended up making its own movie. Um, or no, yeah, you're thinking of the not, Conjuring. Nope. That's the Conjuring. Nope. Uh, she. There's like this weird like. I don't know how to say it. There's this weird character in it. Am I? I thought that uh, Insidious was the one about the family that's being tormented by spirits. Yes. Right? Yes, they are. So I was going to, I was going to read that. So it's a family looking to prevent evil spirits from trapping their um, comatose child in the realm called the further. So it's like a weird sci-fi weird movie, but basically he's a dream walker. Um, He, he, and his, his dad is also a dreamwalker. The kid goes into the dream state and gets stuck in this like dark, basically the other world, right? Like where spirits can like mess with them. And um, the house is basically haunted while they try to figure out how to get there. They recruit this person who also helped um, the dad get through his uh, dream stuff too and blah, blah, blah. And they do a seance and all this stuff happens. There's a bunch of weird uh, jump scares and stuff like that. Um, it's more just the freaky, like the, the the effects and stuff like that were pretty cool. And that's what I liked about this movie. Um, Patrick Wilson is in this movie. Um, I don't know if there's any other like super notable ones. Um, but IMDb gives this a rating of 6.8 out of 10. So if that tells you anything. Gotcha. <laughs> I feel, like, I feel like, um, like fantastic. most of these movies are going to fall in that uh, six to seven and a half scale. <laughs> They're not going to get like, and that's the thing. They're, people are so, they like to criticize scary movies and like, yeah. it's because it's not for everybody. So I completely understand. Yeah. I mean, like, um, hor- horror, horror in general is just like a very hard genre to pull off and do something new very well. And so yeah. everything can kind of fall into like, Feeling a little, a little stale, a little old, a little well done by the point you see the new yeah. movie. I mean, you can only do so many pop up things with some like weird, eerie music until it becomes repetitive. Well, yeah, and I mean that's like a bigger uh, conversation around like what is horror? Is it just using jump scares to scare people, or is it like building atmosphere through good cinematography, characterization, and plot? Yeah. See, and that's why I liked. 
I'm saying this one is like just in the way of like scary stuff. Like in, I'm a, I'm not a fan of like the demons and stuff kind of thing. Like I, I kind of like gives me the creeps. So I like it because it just gets my adrenaline going. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I rate this one more than the. How other much one, time do we have left um, on this one? We got um, two okay. minutes left. So I, I was gonna do no, go one scene, and then we could do the ratings. Or unless you have something to add. Um, so there is one scene that you're, I think Michael was talking about. There's like the red mask or red face red or whatever. Demon. So, yeah. So the guy, the dad is found his son who is locked up and chained up in this like weird room. And um, do you guys know Tiptoe Through the Tulips? Yeah. Tiptoe Through the Tulips. I remember tulips. this. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so they, the guy's got that playing. Uh, the demon's got that playing as he's like sharpening his axe. And he's like uh like intently staring and the dad's like sneaking around trying to get his son out of these chains and like the <laughs> the son is like he's staring at us <laughs> and the guy just pops his face up and he's like Rrr! yeah i remember my 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 friend my Tiny roommate Tim. from college just being terrified of that song after seeing this movie <laughs> <laughs> oh man tiny tim isn't scary i love his music but it is uh uh, every time I think um, Tiny Tim and uh, Tiptoe Through the Tulips, I always think about SpongeBob's um, little like dance thing he did in the beginning. Anyways, the floor is yours, Alex. I was just going to say, like, there is that genre of horror horror uh, movies that get into like stuff like demons and possession and stuff like that. And of course, it started with The Exorcist. I mean, I'm sure... There were some before that that were like in black and white and weren't that great, but um, The Exorcist kind of started the genre off on that direction, and since then we've gotten a lot like cooler other stuff, and it's opened the door for stuff like Insidious and The Conjuring to sort of jump into that more realistic uh, place that scary movies go to. And I think that in comparison to like older horror movies where it was like Swamp Thing and like Night of the Living Dead and stuff like that. Those are always now sort of campy because they're not parked in that weird bit of unknown that we find with like death and the afterlife and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's easier to for me. I think what it is, is uh, it's easier to derive horror from something that people genuinely might that people think might genuinely be true. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like when it comes to demons, I know plenty of people that think demons and the paranormal as a whole is absolutely 100% true. So the, the idea of any of this being real for them is just like, okay, immediately more freaked out. Yeah, absolutely. Bad juju. Don't touch that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are we? Are we at, at the six minute minutes. mark? I'm assuming. Uh, okay. Well, we ran over. Let's just this do, one. A, not, do not a quick little, quick little ET rating. Yes, yes, yes. And then we go on to the next topic. So we already got a one out of 10 from Alex. All right. So. I'm going to give this one a, even though I've not actually seen it myself, just from what I know about it, a quick little six out of 10 Cleos. All right. All right. But that brings the average up. Um, I'm going to give this one also a six out of 10. Um, not the best, not the worst. Um, definitely a good uh, scary movie. If you want to enjoy pop-ups, they've got a lot of cool like scenes in it. I suggest watching it. Um, so the next topic, start the timer. Yeah. All right. This one is Sinister. Ooh. Have you guys watched this one? Nope. 
Uh, <laughs> man, you guys are killing me. All right, so a washed up true crime, uh, true crime uh, novelist basically goes to a moves into a murder home, moves his whole family into a house where there was a slaughter of eight. Like there was like a family that was basically all killed. Um, he finds these box of tapes inside the attic and uh, basically is writing like a story about this. So that's when uh, this like demon who has been around since like the beginning of time and like passes like on through like images of himself um, has basically manifested himself inside these tapes. So the true pine po- uh, novelist basically <laughs> uh, unleashes his... Um, rage against the family and basically the demon goes and basically systematically tries to kill off his family nice. so yeah um and then he so he watches this film there's this really weird scene where um he, it keeps kind of repeating itself but it's like next to the pool and it's like systematically seeing the family hold on i gotta cough i'll cut that out um for those that don't know, I have I got COVID the other day, so um, I am fighting through this um, with lots of cough medicine. If you're going to cut it out, I don't think you need to explain yourself. Uh, well, cut that part out, too. It's in here now. <laughs> um, anyways, so besides the pause here, um, so there's this weird scene where um, they basically, each one of the family are like systematically dying in this movie. <laughs> um, these like kids in the 70s, right? And um, he ends up leaving the house and like everything's supposed to be good and then the thing follows them to the next house that they're in and systematically starts messing with them there too there's a lot of really cool scenes in this movie um i think the cinematography is really good the growth of the characters are great the pop-up scares are cool the gore in the movie is just Mm. amazing uh gotta love a good a good gory movie um so sinister has a rating on imdb at 6.8 Oh, we're getting we're getting a little bit higher up there. Total yeah. of like one uh, point one point higher. <laughs> one point higher, I know. So that being said, you guys have comments about the movie. This is a Blumhouse film, so it automatically gets a six in my heart. What what is a Blumhouse film? Well, Blumhouse makes great films. They make uh, movies such as Black Phone, which came out recently. Uh, among others, um, but they're great. They make some really cool stuff. Um, them and A twenty four really great, like oh uh, yeah, general A24. production houses. So yeah, it gets a six just for being a Blumhouse film, and the story is captivating, which raises another point. So that puts me at a seven. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight for good measure. Cool. Nice. If you're sketching out small drawings of Cleo on whatever scratch paper you have next to you, I'm sorry that I just made you draw two more after you were done. It's like the Chuck E. Cheese machine where it's like, stand still. God, I forgot that those things exist. The Chuck E. Cheese still, are those things yeah, around still? still? Thing. Yeah, Freddy Fazbear right, saved well, I- them, so they're still around. All right, because I live in the middle of nowhere, so <laughs> I, I don't know where the nearest one would be. All right. On that uh, note, Michael, what do you got? Well, I haven't seen it, so it's one. (laughs) (laughs) Ding. I'm going to give it a uh, seven out of ten Cleos. All right. So what are we at for time on that one? Four minutes. We're we're making up some lost time from the one we went over on. 
All right, cool. So we can go ahead and end that one. Um, and then we can restart it to go to the next one. All right. And I hope that you see. Okay, let me. When you're ready. Go. So I hope that you've seen this one because this one also was another 2002 scary movie like hit. It's called The Ring. Mm, never heard of it. I've seen The Ring. Oh my. This <laughs> one I have seen. All right. <laughs> All right. So again, this is another one that I was when I was a child I watched. Um, so I lived just for a little bit of context. I lived out in the middle of nowhere um, when I was growing up. And I live next to an old cemetery, Civil War era cemetery, uh, <laughs> with some like like wells and stuff around it too. Mm-hmm. So that just makes it even worse, um, because there was an old farm on the property, right? And this was just the, anyways. Um, I want to take a second. And I don't care movie- if it changes the time, Pat. I love that sometimes you start something, you get halfway through. And then you hit us with an anyways. I think it's great. (laughs) Quick pivot. Uh, Quick pivot. ADHD, man. It's a it's a a a fun thing. So, anyways, (laughs) anyways, (laughs) Uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. That's the way the news goes. The ring. So the ring. Yes, The Ring is a fantastic, scary movie. Um, I definitely watched this as a child um, and forever scarred from the movie. Uh, basically, the gist of the movie is there's a VHS tape with this. Like, if you play and watch so like so much of it, it basically you're dead. And uh, this woman or girl who drowned will come out of the television in a grunge style or grudge kind of style way, and uh, you die. So yeah. And it was uh, torture, and I uh, creepy little children are like the worst for me. Um, Is this why you don't want kids? <laughs> All these horror I movies am, that you yeah. grew up watching. <laughs> <laughs> All these horror movies, man. I'm afraid that like my kid is just gonna wake me up and will be staring at me while I'm sleeping, and I'm just gonna be like, Forever first off, <laughs> first off, wake me up inside. Thank you, Pat. Wake me wake up. Me wake up. me up inside. Uh, second off, have you ever noticed that kids are up. like the entire reason horror movies even happen? Like in almost every case, a child oh, is yeah, the reason yeah. it's going on. I think I well, it, I think a telltale sign of a subpar or mid horror movie is the fact that a kid is involved in most cases. Yeah, I, most of the horror movies that I have seen all usually start with there being like a kid that invites a demon in or a ghost or yeah. is the actual demon. The one the yep. one exception to that, which is a very good horror movie that has a kid as a main character and a main play in the plot would be hereditary. And that's because I feel like they're the only ones who did it right, which was to make the kid just like this red herring that hit it from the actual like the actual plot of the movie. Yeah. I thought Orphan was another was a good idea too. Like to Yeah, Orphan was a good movie, but I, I honestly when I was making this list completely forgot it existed. So <laughs> <laughs> um that probably would have replaced like a few on the list, but um we got some notable mentions here after this too. So um the IMDB rating for Ring is Bear with me. Uh, 7.1. Woo! We're the sevens. Moving Ooh, on there up. We go. 
Um, dude, some of the pictures of uh, the child <laughs> kind of scary. I was like looking through and I was like, you know what? That's going to give me a Do they have those oh, fun yeah. Flanagan pictures where they put the scary girl next to like the regular adult and behind the scenes pictures and she's like eating a big old cookie with a big smile on her face? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I hope so. <clears throat> so, um, Alex, go ahead and start us off here with the. Uh, I give the ring. Of- Probably like a four out of ten, to be honest. And I may just be burnt out and jaded towards it at this point. Fair enough. Okay, so for me, I've never seen this movie. But as we explained before, I have seen Scary Movie 3, which is also a parody off of The Ring. (laughs) So within the context, I kind of have seen it. So I'm going to throw this one with a, at a solid, we'll go with a five out of 10 Cleos. All right. I'm going to do just a six out of 10 to be the, give it a little bit higher on the rug here. Um, What are we for time here? Five minutes. Five minutes. Cool. That's a good stopping point <laughs> for that one. All right. So now we're going to start to get into um an, another one that we just actually mentioned. So when you're ready. Let's. Do it. So heritage or her yeah heritage is the one you were hereditary. talking about, Alex Ryan. Her- hereditary, yeah, that's the one. So yeah, that is my next one. That is a uh, number five on our list. You've seen all of these, it is Pat? A- yeah, that is completely wild. Because for my Halloween episode, I had assumed that all you had ever done in your life was sit in a room and eat Ritz crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ritz crackers. Don't you, don't you make fun of me. <laughs> i uh i've kind of so my best friend growing up was a super movie buff and he likes scary movies and i liked uh i started to come around to him too and i've just watched them since then so 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 what is hereditary so hereditary um is basically <laughs> like you said a red herring where you basically think it's the the little girl the whole time um and it ends up being the mother or is it the grandma or whatever? It was some weird twist where basically the grandma has is like a, a in this like coven or coven and is a witch and they have all these like weird things happening the whole time. And yeah, um, I'm pretty sure she kills off all of her kids oh. or like stuff like that happens. Yeah. So it is uh, for the whole family. Can I get into this for a yeah, second? So yes, this yeah. is actually uh, hereditary has this weird, super rich, like backstory on like this one particular demon. I can't remember his name right now, but the idea of this demon was- Paimon? What now? Paimon? Maybe, maybe. But the- Demon King. Yeah, Yeah, he's the demon king. He's literally king of the demons. Anyway, he's one of the demon kings. There are actually a ton. But um, there was this idea that um, he had a bloodline of like witches and- the curse of this bloodline was that they would always have female uh, offspring. Mm, And it wasn't until they could finally have a male offspring that um, the king of the demons could basically possess and become, uh, you know, whole and back on earth again. Um, They, they just had woman after woman after woman. So it's literally hereditary. Like you always have a girl, but they finally had a boy and this is like prepping him for the demon to take his body. It's like, an insane amount of backstory that's like hidden in the cracks of this movie. Ooh. And I absolutely love when movies do that. It's a very good movie. 
And so I'm not going to lie. I watched like the like the ending half. I caught this like at the end and not in the beginning. So that makes sense of the, the story and the backstory and all that stuff. So creepy little girl scared me. So <laughs> <laughs> anyways, that being said, uh, let's go ahead and see the IMDB rating for this movie. And then uh, we can kind of go into what we're going to rate it. Uh, so the IMDB rating is 7.3. Still moving up. Still moving up. Still moving up. So, yeah. Alex, give us wanna, your yep. uh, Chloe. My, my what? Your Chloe. Say it one more time? <laughs> no, your uh, Cleo rating. Give me your Cleo I give it a rating. nine. I give it a nine out of ten Cleos. Oh. And it's for all of the reasons that I gave you before. I love a movie that doesn't just hinge on the obvious. Um, they like actually put thought and effort into this and it makes you think that they picked the demon first and then wrote the movie around the demon and it shows instead of writing the movie and then inserting a demon into it. Yeah. It's a really good movie. Yeah. I mean, pa- so. Paimon, if as, as far as I remember is like an actual like demon from like the Necronomicon, like the, yeah, the boy. Like, actual IRL one. So it's like you using something that has established lore to like build the world around it. Love it. Chef kiss. Chef kiss. <laughs> All right. Give me your rating. All right. So I haven't seen this one. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be, it all, sound, it all sounds fantastic, even though I've never seen it. So I'm just going to, I'm going to hit it with a little upgraded, uh, a little upgraded three out of 10 Cleos. All right. I'm going to go ahead and, and give it a nine out of 10 Cleos. I'm going to agree with Alex. All right, what are we for time here? We're at four minutes, 30 seconds. All right, we'll go ahead and cut that one. By the way, watch this movie. It's wonderful. Okay, all right. <laughs> I don't know if uh, if you want to watch it, Mike. What? Is it still going to be good even though I know the twist? Oh, it's it's still a great okay, movie, dude. Cool. All the buildup in between and all the other, like, we didn't explain the the twist as uh, as well. So. Okay, cool, 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 cool. How? What number are we on, uh, Pat? We are our number five, so we've got... Oh, okay. Yeah, we're about at the halfway point, too. Well done, everyone. Yeah. Excuse me. We we could do a musical break. (laughs) No, I'm joking. All right. Start me up for the next one. Starting you up in three, two, one, go. All right. So we already brought this movie up again. Uh, This movie is The Conjuring. So it is number four on our list. So I like The Conjuring just because... Um, all the little like creepy lore stuff behind this, um, they kind of brought like real life and then made it into, um, the movie as well. Um, so it kind of follows a family. They've got a house. Um, it's a super old farmhouse, basically, um, a, what was believed to be a witch, um, took her kid up into a tree and like sacrificed it or no sacrificed her kid into the devil and then hung herself into a tree or on a tree on the property. Um, and then that witch is the one who's haunting the property the whole time. So fast forward, it's like the seventies, this whole family moves in. Uh, it's a great opportunity. It's like, like in the middle of nowhere, fresh start kind of thing. Um, the dad's a truck driver. So disappears for like a week or two. And like the mom starts to have like these bruises and cuts all over. So, 
what's in uh, what ends up happening as they find out like the like through the kids and other stuff that all this haunting is going on they get these paranormal investigators to come out they do a whole thing and then eventually they do like a seance and try to get rid of it and then like uh ends the movie with everything being good and uh the paranormal guy or the exorcist or whatever it is go away and they have another story so short simple to the point um very good movie lots of good pop-ups uh creepy basement scenes with pianos were pretty cool um creepy witches on top of armoires so (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a it's a really good movie so that's kind of the background of it the imdb rating for this movie is actually i believe is pretty low so (laughs) we'll go ahead and yeah it's got a 7.5 out of 10 what that's the highest one we've had so far Uh, i i I was correcting myself, so yes, um, <laughs> it is the higher one. Yeah, I, so I mean, this is this, again. I'm gonna say this for a lot of them, but I haven't seen it. But it, this is one that I've heard a lot of really good things about. Um, like it's it's one of the really one of those movie. few that like people who don't typically talk about horror movies do talk about how good this one is. Yeah. And uh, I was in the basement, and so we watched it in theaters the first time. Great. But we watched it in my dark basement, which is, like, super surrounded by concrete. Um, my cat decided to go around my drum set, and then the middle of a jump scare, like, knocks over a cymbal, and it goes, <laughs> <laughs> and we were, like, we're all teens at this time. We're, like, basically shitting ourselves. Oh, my God, there's a demon in the basement. We knew it was haunted. That's the best. That's the best. <laughs> best when you have experiences like that <laughs> gotta love it so can i can i hit you guys with off. something so awesome and so cool please do just something yes. so awesome and so great and so cool and so neat and cool and awesome i'm gonna give this one a two <laughs> out of ten cleos can i tell what? you why because yeah. when you said the name of the movie, I didn't hear you, and nothing you guys have said so far has helped me identify what fucking movie you're talking about. So it cannot be that good. It has to be a two. <laughs> <laughs> oh what movie my gosh. was it? All right, it's The Conjuring. Yeah, fuck it, two. <laughs> 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 the worst part is I do like that series of movies, but I don't care. I stick with it. If if I can't identify what movie you guys are talking about from how you're talking about it, it's a two. Fair enough. <clears throat> Alex or not Alex, Michael. Two. Two. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I give it a uh, seven just because it is a Michael, good did movie. You, did you the also franchise- give the conjuring a two? Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh, well, you gave it more than a one. It deserves it deserves more than a one. Yeah. It is a yeah, it is it's a got, good it's movie, got, Pat. It is. It is a very good movie, and if you are a scary movie person, it is a good one to watch. Um, that sucks that you didn't hear it. I had no like, idea what you guys were talking a... about. This I was like waiting to figure <laughs> it out. I was like, surely they'll say something and it'll click, but no, it didn't. I don't know what to say. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is uh, hilarious. All right, what are we on a uh, time? Uh, we are, oh shit, uh, five minutes. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's go ahead and end it on that one and go to the next one. And I swear to God, you guys have, have to, have had you to watch this. You don't know shit one. about me. 
Yep, don't count your chickens. <laughs> All right, it's a cult classic, so if that gives you an idea. Is it Rocky Horror well, Picture a... Show? Uh, okay. Yeah. Is it? All right, start the timer. Okay, do it. It's done. All righty. It is The Shining. Oh, yeah, The Shining. Michael, please tell me you've watched this. Uh, I think Michael doesn't it watch before. anything except anime. It has to be done. Shut up. No, I watch. It. Seriously, it's no, all he watches. No, I watch sub too. Look no, through every single don't, episode he's ever done. It's me. all he watches. No, no. I play video games too and play D&D. <laughs> Shut up. No. <laughs> Do we need to get you a pillow or whatever they're called? The pillow. No. Pillow <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> don't expose me. It's a... Uh, for the guys that don't know, it's actually behind the uh, he wall. Has a, he has a He's little got desk it, like, set up for it and everything. He likes to talk to it during his work day. It's really strange. And if if that doesn't scare you, maybe The Shining will. And that's a transition back on topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, most people have already seen it by now. Um, it's got a lot of good cinematography. It's set in a mountain town. Pretty sure it's... Uh, I literally just... Googled this the other day. I'm pretty sure it's like, uh, was it New York or Montana? It was Montana. No, Colorado. Place with mountains. I'm pretty sure it's set in Colorado. It's place with mountains. Um, yeah, but it's got some really good freaky scenes. The the again weird twins in the hallway, young like weird girls, this, creepy girls. I feel like that started yeah. here. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. The creepy weird trope and it's been again put into many movies from that or because of that um i'm assuming that this one has a really good rating too yeah it's got an 8.4 so this one's rated the highest on imdb this one this one is a movie that like even if you've never seen this movie you probably know the plot whether it's from like a simpsons uh treehouse of horror situation or like some other parody like Everybody knows what this is. Yeah. Also got Jack Nicholson in it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. another notable. You cast, get an instant but, uh, five from me, not as a final score, but just a plus five to your overall score just for having Jack Nicholson playing a fucking crazy man. Because yeah. if Jack Nicholson <laughs> is playing a man who's lost his goddamn mind in your movie, instantly gets you to a five out of 10. And then we'll add oh, yeah. from there. Uh, anger management is another great example. Yeah, these are like the roles that Jack Nicholson is made for. Yes. All right, so The Shining, what does it get from you guys? Final. I'm giving this a 9 out of 10, baby. And let me tell you why. Because it's based off the writing of the very scary Stephen King, who wrote a number of really great horror-related, you know, narratives. And those have been turned into some of the best scary movies, in my opinion. This being one of them, because it has more to do with a person and less to do with sort of this weird, like, metaphysical happening that is is going on. I mean, there is hints of that. Don't get me wrong. And I know that in other Stephen King stories, it is a lot of that. But this one's more about going crazy being stuck in a certain place. I also love that Stephen King bases all of his scary stories off of things he's experienced. So like he was in a hotel where he got snowed in and he thought, this is scary. I should write about this. And that's how The Shining came to be, which is (laughs) lit. So nine out of 10 for me. Thank you. Good night.
<laughs> That's all. Good day, <laughs> folks. All right, Michael. What? Uh, what do you? Yeah, mean? this one for me is what a nine out of ten. Like I absolutely nine out of ten. Love. This is one of the few horror movies that I've seen that I absolutely loved. Um, which for for me the the big thing there is like it's that building of atmosphere and tension all off the back of like Jack Nicholson's character and like highlighting the supernatural aspects of the hotel through everyone's experiences in a way that's not just like jump scare it's like building it completely off of the uh natural tension that slowly builds over time and just in the introduction of like just wild ass scenes like the dude in the like furry costume uh given a a little a little blowy to just a random <laughs> to a random <laughs> spirit that was in the book would you believe <laughs> oh yeah i believe it <laughs> it's uh <clears throat> yeah yep so anyways i gave it a 10 out of 10 uh just because it is a cult classic wonderful movie amazing acting I mean, everything that we watch in the way of media that has has done some type of uh, reference towards it, like anything. So, Patrick, I, yeah. I I need a point of order here. Yeah, I don't. Is this? I don't fucking understand your ratings and the orders of these <laughs> movies and the way they're being presented. Because you started this off as this is my personal list in order of favorite horror movies. So it is my personal list. Of like, hey, this is where I think in order um, where they kind of rate. So, yes. Uh, but at the same time, it's like we are doing another kind of like, hey, at the end of this, um, it, it's, it's going to create a new list. Okay. Uh, essentially okay. from like a new ordering. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So that's like the point. So I have what my personal opinion is. Um which is the, what we're talking about. And then we are restructuring it to put in a new list. Gotcha. Okay. Essentially. So, um, and then, like I said earlier, uh, everybody feel free to go ahead and send us a list of their own and we could definitely go and cover it. Um, that being said, we probably hit the whole six minutes for this. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. All right. So <clears throat> we are going on to another classic movie. Ooh. Yeah, the Exorcist, the nineteen seventy three version. Yes, 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 yes. So, such an amazing movie. Again, started basically didn't start it, but it really took it into the light where it is today. Um, the vomiting scene where the child spins, <laughs> the girl, creepy girl, spins her head and is throwing up, is like a super amazing practical effect. Um, I think Alex has something that he wants to say. <clears throat> or yes there is something i'd like to say uh pretty much everything that you said but also it is kind of the grandmother of uh scary movies it was the first to do what it did it made people physically throw up in theaters um it was blacklisted in a lot of states uh, along the bible belt they didn't want this movie getting out into the public and in a lot of ways, it didn't. There were some things that they had to take out of it, but it is like this incredible, scary movie. Um, and if you can get your hands on a VHS of it, please let me know because they've definitely taken more out and made it less scary as they've done re-release after re-release. Which is disappointing. It's like, if you want to... It'd be better if it was just in its own original glory, if anything. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a cough. 
Oh, I apologize. Anyways. Did it again. <laughs> um, it's just falling apart here. So, again, a classic uh, film. We go ahead and start with Michael. What are you going to rate this as? Yeah, I mean, this one is an easy, easy, easy 9 out of 10 Cleos. Like, it is it still holds up to this day, even though like the practical effects are not like as good as they are were for the time. Like yeah. they, everything still holds up really, really well. And like, I watched this movie like two or three years ago and it like freaked me the fuck out even still today. Yeah. So I'm giving it 10 out of 10 Cleos. Even if you watch it and you don't think nice. it deserves that 10 out of 10, respect your ancestors, because it does. You would not have half of the shit that you think is a 10 out of 10 without this 10 out of 10. It's an LA 10. It's a New York 10. It's a 10 out of 10. Thank you, and good night. Michael? Did you Yes, 9 out of 10. Not as in. All right. <laughs> and then I will also get a bit. I, I'm sorry. I'm also on cough medicine and a bunch of other stuff. So I am like fighting through this. So I will also give it a nine out of 10. Um, again, classic. And it's probably the highest again on our rating right now. So um, let's go ahead and see what IMDB rated it. Cause I definitely forgot about that. I'm struggling through this. So <laughs> bear okay, with we're me. Almost there. We're almost there. <laughs> we're almost there. The exorcist. Has an eight point one out of ten. So yeah, 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 deserves. Yeah, it. that's because people think that it's bad because they say it's campy, and those people are wrong. If uh, you want to go outside in the parking lot and fight about it, you know where to find <laughs> me. I'm right here. <laughs> so we have one more, and that uh, so. Apologize for the longer episode. We'll probably get a little bit of this out. But anyways, brother man, we are only at (laughs) 53 minutes. We have to fill at least another seven. Fair enough. All right. Well, it's our last one and we have enough time. So number one on my list. Number one. The Blair Witch Project. Oh, baby. Okay, let's do it. <clears throat> so this one, um, their marketing team <clears throat> on this one alone was super crazy. The amount of like stuff and promotionals that they did for this that made it like look like it was actual like news um, during the movie and like all the promotional stuff uh, just really hyped this movie up. Um, they basically the actors they put them out in the middle of nowhere. Um, so in the like literally in the middle of the night, the tent scene uh, where they were camping. Um, the, the directors came out and were like violently shaking their tent. That was all improv. Um, I, it just genuinely like for me, it just scared me just because like it could realistically happen. Um, not realistically, but like it just gets you in the moment you're there cause you're with the, uh, college kids as they're filming the movie kind of yeah. thing. Well, it, um, it, it makes it feel like it's real because it's like the, the beginning, this is the real like progenitor of the, the found yeah. film. Uh, genre. Yes. Yeah. I was yes. going to say something similar like this, the effect of this film can still be felt when people talk about it because it was like you said, one of the first to do what it did, which was present a story in a found footage esque way. And I think that you're actually putting it a little bit lightly, Pat, 
they fucking tortured those actors. There yeah. was not just like tent shaking like pranks. There was like not allowing them to sleep, uh, making them wear soaking wet clothes day and night for like the days that they were shooting. There was like they they refused to feed them more than like they legally had to. Like they tortured the shit out of them. The scenes where they're like laughing and he's like, I threw the fucking map in the creek. Like he was actually losing his goddamn <laughs> mind at that point. To the point that when they did bring up doing a sequel, none of the original actors wanted to come back and they had to write a plot where they didn't have to. Like it was fucked. <laughs> it's a fucked movie. And uh but it played very like I absolutely loved it. I was scared the whole time. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like when this when it came out, like there was even a lot of controversy uh, around like whether or not it was actually like a true snuff film. Yeah. Like and uh, yeah, like any granted, like well, they you can't they created go ahead go ahead sorry, uh, but they created death documents and stuff like that. Like yeah. they posted like clippings that were like these people were missing. So like it it really sold. That's. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Like they really went above and beyond in this movie. And that's why it's number one for me. And yeah. uh, it, just to add on, there's this certain like respect that Blair Witch gets from me right off the bat for being one of the horror movies that makes a villain and then refuses to let you see that villain. Like, does not let you near the witch, makes you question walking out of the theater if there ever yep. was a witch. Like the horror movies are so quick to show you like, oh, this is the scary person. This is the person who, you know, uh, who we're fighting against and you should be afraid of them because of the way they look. This was straight fear of the unknown and a thousand points for that. Oh yeah. Like any, any film, any horror film that like shows what is the cause of the horror is immediate immediately loses a lot of the effect because uh, like the whole the whole point is that unless it is like a psychological thriller where you're watching like uh like like in the shining where you're watching the character delve into madness and seeing their personality change but for something to be like an external cause of the horror um yeah it almost it always in my opinion it's always a better idea to not show it or to wait until the very, very end to leave you with that like mental image. Yeah. Um, you don't even like that's the thing, you don't even see him the whole time. Like the the film literally ends with the camera just being dropped. Yeah. So Yeah, because isn't it like 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 the whole thing is like when you blare witch, it's like someone just sitting and staring in a corner. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a freaky movie. So um I'm gonna go ahead and give it a ten out of ten. Because it's again my that was number top one, right? For me, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's great. It's definitely in my top five. It has its faults about it. Um, it's still great. This is hard. I think I want to give it a nine out of ten for this one. The extra point to uh, Exor the Exorcist was like for for the history behind it. I think this is going to be a nine. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna. I really hope you're doodling Cleo's because I want to see you. I want to see the shit out of this. <laughs> no, uh, I, I am not that good of an artist. I'm gonna so. give this a nine and a half out of ten Cleo's. Nine and a half out of ten. All right. So, what I'm gonna go ahead and do um, is tally it up during the quick this 
um, and then stay tuned to audience for the results of the new uh, one to ten uh, for us. So, and if there's a tiebreaker, we'll kind of vote it out from there. Oh dang! Um, that being, yeah, <laughs> got it. So, uh, but that might have to go into the quick this next time. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that way we have milk the content, man. <laughs> um. Thank you guys for allowing me to talk about the top 10 movies. Again, this is all just kind of like my own uh, personal uh, biases and whatnot uh, for the top 10 list. Um, They didn't come up with it, so this is all on me. Um, If you guys want to, again, put in your own list, feel free. I'd definitely love to cover them. Uh, And we could always do some things in the future with uh, some top 10 lists from the other guys. Um, So uh, I do want to end with this. uh, The... Um, mentions of ones that didn't make the list um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Halloween, It uh, Aliens and as I mentioned earlier 10 Cloverfield Lane. I'm surprised that Paranormal Activity was nowhere on this list even just the first one because yeah, at least in my like filmography that I've experienced uh, in my lifetime that was one of the like first scary movies that I was like hyper aware of Yeah, uh, was it good? I'm not going to say it. the first one wasn't. I know the second one wasn't, but maybe <laughs> watching it again, I would decide it's not. But at the time, it felt good. Did not watch oh, it, so that's why I didn't you need to. You need to watch it at least once. I remember watching it in theater was like an event. Oh, yeah, because that was the one that they showed, like even in the commercials, like the audience getting scared of the movie. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Wild. Anyways, anyway, thank you, uh, Pat. Thank you, guy. Yeah. No, thank yeah, you. Thanks, guys. For, no, thank uh, you. Uh, thank you. No, thank y- you. <laughs> uh, okay, you go. I just want to thank everybody. I want to thank the listener. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Pat, for an, a great episode and and the first ever top ten list we've ever done. Uh, but that's our fault for not knowing. And you know what? I may follow suit, but you'll have to stick around to figure that out for the quick this. After this musical break, we'll be right back. We're back. I've decided I am going to do a top 10 list, but maybe one that you guys aren't expecting. Um, It's not actually... Well, I guess the first one is 10, and then depending on how much time we have after that, I may do a second list, but we'll figure it out when we get there. Let's start that timer. Baby, let's bake that bread. Ready. Steady. Go. So kindly, my co-hosts here had to take the reins of the podcast while I've had several outings this year. I'm not a well-traveled man, but this most recent year, I have traveled quite a bit. And one of those places that I travel was down to Orlando, Florida, the host of uh, many of attractions. But the one I want to talk about today is Halloween Horror Nights. Fans of the show will recognize Halloween Horror Nights from an episode of, uh, I think it was a couple years back, where we had uh, Nick Wolf on to talk about Halloween Horror Nights. 
but I want to talk about this year's Halloween Horror Nights and the houses from this year's Halloween Horror Night. And I want to list them from my least favorite to my favorite house. And I'm going to start. This is strictly Florida. If I have time, I may do may, may double back and do the Hollywood because I went to that as well. But strictly Florida Halloween Horror Nights. Here is the list. <clears throat> if you want to know anything else about these houses, I'm not going to get into detail about what they're all about. Uh, I'll give you kind of a brief synopsis, but you can read more uh, on the Halloween Horror Nights website, which is universalorlando.com slash HHN. So starting off at number 10 at my least favorite house, uh, that has to go to Spirit of the Coven. What was Spirit of the Coven? It was basically a 1920s uh, themed witch uh, speakeasy that you would walk through. Oh, should I mention these are all hor- these are all scary scary houses. These are all these are all haunted houses that they set up, quote unquote, uh, scare experiences that you would walk through. So, so my least favorite was Spirit of the Coven. Um, my second to least favorite. So coming in at number nine, uh, I'm gonna give that one to El Chupacabra or Fiesta de Chupacabra, which was a haunted house that took place. You walked through a Hispanic village as a chupacabra was attacking. Uh, my reason for putting it so low on the list is because I didn't get very scared, and they had giant animatronics of chupacabras that weren't that scary. Uh, number eight on my list is uh, Wolfman versus Dracula versus the Mummy, also known as Universal Legends Collide. Uh, I didn't think it was too good in Orlando. This was one where we saw these three main stays of the horror community fighting over a single amulet that would help all three of them they're ripping each other apart, and you were in the middle of that fight, and it uh, wasn't that scary, and the story really wasn't there, and some of these other ones just beat it out. So we're moving on to number seven. Number seven, I give to Hellblock Horror. Uh, this was basically walking through a prison. The reason why I did kind of like it is because I didn't understand it at all, and that made me happy because there was a... It was like they took two concepts and they didn't know what to do with them, so they shoved them together. It was like mutants and aliens who were inside of the U.S. pen system. They were in a penitentiary. I don't know why they were there. It was never really explained, but they were eating guards and they did get out and it was a little scary. We kept doing this at the very end of each night. And I think by that point, I was so far gone that I just enjoyed it. So it made it pretty high on the list, all things considered. Uh, coming in at number six is Bugs Eaten Alive. This was a sort of 1950s or 60s infomercial about an extermination company gone wrong, forcing the bugs to get real big. They weren't that scary, but I really liked the theming. Coming in at number five, uh, this one is going to go to Dead Man's Pier Winter Wake. I thought it was pretty cool. It takes place in a sort of Scottish-Irish town where there's this ghost story of a woman who plays a violin. Uh, every night it's on this like pier and it was super cold inside the atmosphere was great uh the scare actors were all great and to see that ghost woman playing the violin it was super powerful when you saw it for the first time so that goes for my number five for number four they made a blumhouse film uh house and as you guys know from this episode i really like blumhouse uh, this one specifically was focusing on the story around uh, Black Phone as well as uh, Freaky. I actually hadn't seen Freaky 
but I had seen Black Phone and really enjoyed it. And entering into that house, that atmosphere, I thought was very cool. Next up on my list, I'm going Descendants of Destruction. This took place in the underground uh, subway systems of New York in a post-apocalyptic world. Super well-themed. The facade out front was incredible to look at, and you felt like you were walking into exactly what it promised, Descendant of Destruction. Um, All the scare actors in there were great. It was super tight corners, and I didn't feel like I was taken out of the theme at all while walking through this house. Uh, next up on my list, I think I only have two left. My number two house before my number one house, uh, is going to be Halloween. This walks you right into the John Carpenter film, Halloween, um, playing some famous scenes out in front of you. Uh, and it was just incredible how it felt like you were always right within the grasp of Michael Myers and, you got away just in time for him to be right around the corner again. And that was like the entire house and the entire experience, which was nuts. And coming in at number one was the weekend. They had a weekend themed house based around his music and music videos. It was based around his album, uh, after hours. Um, and I thought the theming was great. It went with all the messaging that he was trying to convey in those music videos. It was very on brand for him. It was not only a bop, but also terrifying which is a great combination, and that's why it gets my number one spot. Thank you. Nice, nice, nice. How many minutes did that take? Was it five? Uh, It took a little more than five. Did we get to six minutes? We did. Dang it. Did we get to seven minutes? No, we're currently at six minutes and 20 seconds. I'll take it. I'll take it. Pretty good. I suggest if you haven't gone to Halloween Horror Nights, you totally go because it's very much worth the price of admission. Anywho, guys, Halloween's coming up real fast. Oh yeah, it's coming up real fast. Next week is almost here. Next week is gonna be almost Halloween for the people who listen into this podcast. Uh, And to you, I say, boo. Got you again. Um, (laughs) As always, if there's so sorry, you have something, Pat. So we do have the results. Oh, are you going to tell us now or are you going to wait for your quick this for next week? You know what? I'll wait till the quick this just to make sure I'm double checking. It's my a cliffhanger. Math. You'll um, have to come back for that. Cliffhanger. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Uh, as I was saying, like always, if there's anything in the realm of entertainment that you want to hear us talk about that you haven't heard us talk about already, there are a couple ways that you can send us suggestions. Number one is you can go to our website, www.entertainthis.com slash ET podcast. Scroll all the way to the bottom, fill out the questionnaire there, get sent to, straight to us. Or you can just email us directly. It's entertainthispodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter. We're entertain underscore this. On Instagram, we're entertain this podcast. And on Facebook, we're podcast entertain this. And as always, entertain us. So we entertain you. And you can entertain this. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.